Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Tai. Dublin's Hit Music Station F104 Louise Tai here with you until 1 o'clock I'm now joined on the phone by the Deputy Chair with Epic Pierce Doherty Hello, how are you? Hello, thanks for having us on Thank you so much for joining us So tell me what exactly Epic is for anyone who doesn't know Well Epic are a group of like-minded individuals mm-hmm. It came about through an email thread that started celebrating the life of a friend of ours who passed away and it comprised of Production managers, event controllers, health and safety officers, sound people, light and tech, people from the backstage side of the business, yeah. the people who put on the shows. And when the epic um, pandemic struck, somebody put up a post saying we should get representation here immediately. So there was an election, and there was eight of us voted on, and uh, we've been just lobbying since. We yeah. zoom three times a week, and we try our best to get in touch with TVs. Uh, we're doing. We did a pre-budget submission there, outlining all um, and what we'd like to see the government, including in the budget, in that line of support. Yeah. Um, we ran that song from an empty room, which was a, a nationwide campaign of artists playing, raised some money for um, uh, a hardship fund that is mm-hmm. going to be administered by AIST, who are the Association of Stage Technicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the other part of the money went towards. Uh, Mind and Creative Minds, which is well-being and support. So basically it's support for the people in our industry and lobbying for them on their behalf as well. And then also during the week, didn't you start hashtag this is who we are to kind of draw attention to, I suppose, how events have been affected since the whole pandemic has started? One thing, the first thing we discovered was that people actually didn't know who we were representing because we've mm-hmm. never had funding before. Mm. So people say, oh, you're in with the arts and the culture and that. We're not because we're, we don't fall under the Department of Arts and Culture. We're actually more suited to probably enterprise. Uh, our members have never got uh, any funding mm-hmm. because they never had to. We came from a, a vibrant, viable industry yeah. that uh, has been working away for years and it's been growing organically. Like if you go back to the days of the first oxygen, uh, the Irish industry was able to support one main stage there. All the other stages had to be, all the productions had to be imported from England and the stages, PAs and lights. 
Now we are able to facilitate the whole summer, like longitude, electric picnic, all the festivals running at the same time, sea sessions, body and soul. They're all Irish companies, they're all Irish stages, and, you know, it's a good industry. It's growing organically. But with the pandemic, we didn't mm. get any of that support. The Arts Council, they, I think they awarded 120 million to the Arts yeah. Council. None of that's going to find its way to us. Now, we're not right. giving out, you know, that's fine. And that's the Arts Council's job. And, you know, people lobby for that money. But we do need some support. Someday we're going to be back at concerts. How big those concerts are, we don't know. But someday we're going to be back at them. And what we're saying is, if we don't get support, we're not going to be there to put on those concerts. Yeah, because there's something like 35,000 jobs that are at stake. If you all go get other jobs, then what are we going to do for gigs when they do finally start back up again? And that figure, 35,000, takes on everything from conferences, Mm. exhibitions, tourist jobs, like, you know, um, say, for example, those trad shows that you might see in hotels. It takes in musical society, drama society. It's it's a a wide net. The value of that to the economy is 2.5 billion. So it's a significant amount of money, you know? It is, yeah. Huge. And also we need music and we need live music. I, I think out of everything, that's the one thing I'm missing so much at the moment is that live music and the fact that we don't know when it's going to come back. Yeah, I mean, that's the, the, that's the challenge really for the task force. And we welcome that announcement now that the task force has been yeah. and um, a newly formed organisation called uh, the Events Industry Alliance that is comprising of about eight or nine different groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have two representatives on that task force. So hopefully we'll be able to get in there and uh, maybe give some guidance, maybe come up with some sort of a roadmap for the future. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's, that, you have to be optimistic and you have to remain that. But talk, come back to what you said about missing music and, uh, and missing the live shows. I mean, as a people, we love to celebrate together in a room. Mm. We love to congregate Sort of that, you know, unspoken tribal thing of, you know, going to a concert and singing the same song and just appreciating a comedian or a theatre piece. And as a society, we need that. And we have to find a way to do that again. Yeah, it's so true because I remember a couple of years ago bringing a Spanish friend to a gig and it was in Wheelands and we just went and she's like, this doesn't happen in Spain. You don't just go to a gig at a weekend you know it's something that's planned all the time whereas in Dublin or in Ireland you could walk into a pub at any time and there'd be someone playing music <laughs> well this is the thing we kind the of world, take it for granted don't we yeah and like one of the Farge Ireland had a survey where they, they, they interviewed people from overseas and the number one reason why people came to Ireland was to hear a ballad sang in a pub you know <laughs> yeah. it wasn't because of the Guinness Hophouse store or it wasn't because of the Cliffs of Moher or the Cross of Kong it was to hear a ballad singer in a pub. That was the number one reason. Wow. Uh, that's, that's what we do well, you know. Yeah. And we all, we, you'll always, somebody up and do a song and, you know, it's, we, we, we love to celebrate that together. Yes, we do. Absolutely. And I suppose you mentioned the task first or, or earlier on. What would you hope to gain from that? Or what would you be kind of going in going, this is what we need to happen? Well, we have published our pre-budget submission and most of it's in that. But, you know, they have a very, they've got terms of reference done out already, which really fits for what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, medium, long-term goals for recovery, you know, policy initiatives, uh, you know, a good roadmap for recovery. And of course, things are going to change. It has to be fluid. It has to be flexible. Um, but also, it has to give some sort of hope to people. Yeah. And that's where... And the support, especially for our SMEs, you know, PA companies, lighting companies, that stuff's sitting in warehouses gathering dust. There is no 
shows. Um, and we need some sort of support for them. At this time, they're just coming up to October the 1st, a lot of those moratoriums and the mortgages and that are being called in, and, you know, all the, the, the breaks are being pulled back. And we need extension of, you know, rates and buildings. Yeah. You know, so it's basically support for the SMEs and the professionals. A lot of people are leaving the business, you know. Um, it's a very specialized thing, like a, a good sound person, lighting person, mm-hmm. technicians. Um, I know that there's a lot of riggers now moving out of the industry and working in the uh, yeah, and what can people do to help support you guys? Well, we do have a website, mm-hmm. uh, epicwg.com, and on there is This Is Who We Are, and it's asking you to uh, send an email to your local TV, let them know who we are and what we're about. I mean, it's all written out there. It's an uplift uh, program that's very, very effective. Um, and we're asking people to do that before the budget. So when it comes to debating the budget, at least they know what they're talking about. You know, exactly, and they'll have it in front of them to yeah. yes to acknowledge it for yeah. sure. I mean, like one thing I'd love to mention is just that program that we invested in uh, from the money we raised from songs in empty room called Minding Creative Minds. Uh, at this time, there's a lot of creative people out there, a lot of people in the industry who are you know going through hard times, and this is uh, a service that offers you know well-being and support for musicians, songwriters, artists, managers, anybody in the business, really. So, you know, it's mindycreativeminds.ie. Yeah. Uh, it's a free service there that um, Epic has helped from. Yeah, it's a fantastic service, actually. We were chatting to um, to the, one of the founders of it at the beginning. So it's such a great thing. And it's something that anyone in in music or in the, in that area can contact, can't they? You don't have to be a particular yeah. no, signed-up to anything. Charge as well, so, yes, and that's there, and hopefully they'll get some something out of it. You know, amazing. Thanks so much, Piers, for giving me the time today. Well, thank you very much, and listen, thanks for all the support. It's great people are you know listening to what we're saying. So no, it's important. I think anyone who enjoys music knows that it's important. So hopefully something gets done about it. Thank you very much. Thanks so much. Bye. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.